Welcome to episode two of the Canton Chamber podcast. Business tips of the week, chamber announcements, and an interview with our special guest, Derek from Junk Luggers, coming up next. Hi there, I'm uh, Sean Hetrick, SBS Consulting Systems. Uh, we, the tip of the week this week is we're going to talk about weaknesses. Weaknesses are characteristics that place the business or project at a disadvantage relative, relative to others. It's something you struggle with, internal issues, areas that need improvement. So if you write down a couple of those, you know, jot down a couple. And then what you want to do is you want to come up with ways to overcome them. So it's an easy way to develop small strategies to overcome those weaknesses and really turn them into strengths at, by the end. Because you can go and really come up with ways that you can implement things into your business to improve those strategies. Some of the things that we do is we actually design software to automate processes and organize systems, which can help with that too. Um, But really think about those weaknesses, think of ways to overcome them. And next week we'll talk about opportunities. Again, I'm Sean Hetrick, SBS Consulting Systems. Thank you, Sean. Derek, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to see y'all. Good seeing you. We're very excited. Learn more about you and junk luggers. I guess the first question is what area do you service? So the Junk Luggers of Akron and Canton, Ohio, service all of Stark and all of Summit. It's a pretty good it's area. A, it's a good area. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot to cover. We uh, <laughs> we maximize our efficiencies to be able to get it as fast and quick as possible for our customers. Excellent. What's the best way to people to uh, reach out to you? Uh, 1-800-LUG-JUNK. Um, some people in the area have my cell phone. 100% my preference is they call the Appointment Center. The Appointment Center is based out of Hart- uh, Connecticut, the Hartford area. Um, everybody's very well-trained, very friendly, quick turnaround time. Uh, you're usually on the phone less than 30 seconds waiting for them to talk to you. Excellent. Right. And, um, what's the, what's some of the reasons customers call out to you? What, you know, what do they call? What, you know, what services all do you provide? Yeah. So anybody can lug their own junk, right? Any, everybody knows somebody with a pickup truck or can find a dumpster, anything like that, where we provide value is in time savings. It's the most valuable commodity you have, right? Why waste a morning or an afternoon moving that piano or downsizing? Or putting it off. Or putting it off, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. I tell my wife, I'll do it tomorrow, and then I keep saying that 65 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's super easy to give us a call. We arrive same day or next day, depending on the customer's preference and, you know, the scope of the job. If it's a hoarder clean out, give me a little bit of notice. Okay. okay? Um, but again, it's we're saving you time. We're saving you making those phone calls to your uncle with the pickup truck saying, hey, can you help get rid of this couch? Right. Just give the junk lookers a call. Nice. So, um, like, what's what's the process? Someone calls in the 800 number. What do they tell them? Like, what, you know, what do I need to tell them? I just need to get rid of a refrigerator. I got a bunch of stuff to get rid of. Do you tell them the availability? What's, what's the process? Yeah. So generally the customers will call. The appointment center will go over our price list. Mm-hmm. They'll tell them the things that we can and cannot get rid of. We can't take oils or in-laws. Okay. No bodies, <laughs> nothing like that. All right. Um, and then they find a time that works best for the customer. Okay. Our preference is where we can show up, team of two luggers. And then they take a look at all of the items that need to be removed. Okay. It could be a single item. It could be a room full of items. It could be a household uh, worth of items. Uh, And we give them the price. My team is very well trained. Uh, Something we put a lot of effort into is making sure they know how to go through the process, how to be friendly. Okay. 
once they take a look at everything, they give the price. Customer agrees to it. We can get rid of the stuff right then and there. Nice. Okay. It's very fast. We had a, we had a um, customer yesterday, three trucks, 48 yards worth of materials, uh, two and a half hours. Nice. Two and a half hours was done. Team of four, two of our trucks. <clears throat> and then once we do all of that, our work isn't done. Okay. Uh, junk luggers is eco-friendly. So we do our best to recycle and donate everything we possibly can. Uh, our motto is donate first, recycle second. If it's donatable and it's in good condition, we'll make sure it finds a new home. Uh, and as far as recycling, we recycle as much as possible too. Nice. I'm sure that yeah. takes a little bit of finesse on the way you're organized things in the dumpster and, and plan ahead and what you're going to recycle and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The guys are really good at it. Uh, they're, they're much better at it than I am at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so as they're loading, as, as they're loading up the truck, as they're bringing things into there, they're stacking it yeah. in certain ways, electronics, papers, donatable furniture. And then we'll br- come back to our warehouse space, which is off of 62 and middle branch. And then they'll separate it out even further. Make sure, you know, we're fulfilling our promise. Yeah, it's nice. I love that eco-friendly stuff too, because you can easily just take it to the dump and throw it in there and it just clogs up the landfill. And you guys taking that extra time really makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. We, we tell our customers we do that um, and it's fulfilling the promise. Uh, there's a lot of labor that goes into that and it would be cheaper to even pay that extra cost to get rid of that stuff. Um, the added weight, the added volume, as opposed to paying extra manpower, man hours, fuel, but we want to deliver on our promise, whether or not anybody see. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, as a business owner, what's the you know some of the biggest challenges you faced in getting started, and how'd you overcome them? Yeah. So uh, you're only as good as the people you hire. Very true. <laughs> I bought junk luggers, and junk removal as a whole uh, is made to scale. The more I scale, the more trucks I add, the more profitable. Derek Watkins becomes, right? That's, that's why yeah. I'm doing this. Right. And the biggest obstacle in that is hiring. Um, you hear everybody talk about it. Can't find anybody wanting to work. Can't find this. You know, nobody wants to work. Nobody's good enough to work. And it's a long process. It's very hard. The very first time I hired, brand new, getting ready to hire some guys, um, <laughs> I had about 12 interviews set up. One person showed up. And I feel your pain. I yes. feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here's a manager. And I'm like, PTSD now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And it was super hard. I'm saying, come work for me. Uh, I've never owned a business before. This is junk removal. And I'm like, well, what's that? You know, so Bob can do junk removal. Well, not the way we can do junk removal. And the, the, the biggest part for me to sell that is to sell them on the dream, right? Sell them on my dream. Hey, guys, I want to be at 10 trucks one day. Okay. And I want you to be a part of that. All right. I want to give you a place where you could grow. You can be a high school graduate. One guy, he's my age, and he's jumped around from different job to job. I want somewhere for you to grow, and I want you to grow with me. My team's super important to me. Uh, I put a lot of effort into their training. For my company, you know, junk luggers as a whole, they say we're not a junk removal company. We're a service company, a mm-hmm. customer service company. For me, I'm an employee first company. That's what I'm doing. Awesome. Is I want somewhere for people to pursue their happiness, right? I want to give them the tools. I want them to be the best versions of themselves. And if I'm able to provide a healthy work environment, let them have their independence during the day and, you know, pay them well, right? It comes down (laughs) to that too. um, Then I'm going to grow. The company's going to grow. 
and they'll take care of the customers and represent themselves well. Absolutely. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. it really is true. Really making that environment in your yeah. company is what will make you grow for sure. Yeah. I always ask myself, what would a young Derek would have wanted? What would I have wanted? <laughs> and it's just to be left alone, to do my job and to do it well. And sometimes as an owner, um, you want to hover. Yeah. Right? You, you want to hover a little bit of this is my baby. This is my baby. But if you treat it as our baby, this is where we're going to grow together. It rubs off on them. Yeah. Yeah. You've grown them some the past year, haven't you? Added trucks, added employees. Yeah, yeah. We're at full four full-time employees, and we've added our second truck. It's a hook lift system with some extra containers. Uh, we can handle a lot of capacity now. We can really churn and burn. Nice. Yeah. It's exciting. Growth is exciting. It is. It's, <laughs> it's exciting. It's also um, hard. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of the systems you had in place are all of a sudden being tested. Mm -hmm. And what worked with one truck and two guys doesn't necessarily work at double the capacity. Um, it was it was harder for me to scale than it was for me to open. Okay. Personally. Because all of a sudden I'm like, okay, you know. You gotta trust more your employees, right? Gotta trust my employees more. Um, my marketing budget increased. Yeah. Uh, it's always it, scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything increased. So not only did I double my capacity, I doubled a lot of my expenses mm -hmm. too. Right. And going from one to two that's that's big. It could be big. Yeah. Um, but so far, it's going well. It, it was a leap. I started a little bit earlier in the year to, to invest in training and invest in what I thought would be a long uh, process of hiring. It was actually went much quicker this time now that we we're a year in. We had more of a reputation, mm -hmm. um, people wanting to come and work for us. So, uh, yeah. Looking for a third truck next year? What's, what's your... Uh What's your ambition? Good question. Uh, I'd like to be a four trucks by this time next year. Nice. But we'll see. See. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Got to find the right people. Got to find the yeah. right people. Yep. <laughs> Got to get the right systems in place. Yeah. I'm sure Sean can help you, uh, <laughs> there you go. In incorporate some systems and, um, you know, get some things streamlined maybe. Um, so what, like I always like to ask uh, business owners, um, what motivates you during tough times, you know, when... When you get some down to the grind and things aren't going the best, you know, what, what keeps you going? Um, what I found is to surround myself with good people, hmm. right? My, the number one answer is my family. I got some young kids. I've got a wonderful supporting wife. That's, that's the go-to answer, right? Everybody says my, my family. God, my family. Um, very good answers. For me, lately, it's been surrounding myself with good people that can give me good advice. At one of our tip clubs, um, I, was, I was talking to Shannon. And I got there early. I was like, Shannon, I'm struggling a little bit, you know, and he used a phrase, you're blessed to be stressed. Right. <laughs> and it's those positive people that have gone through some challenging times that you can talk to that understand it. Uh, people that you know and you trust. That's one great thing about the chamber is <clears throat> you do get that, uh, that exposure with a lot of people that have had businesses that have grown through, like you just said, went through those same kind of struggles and kind yeah. of help guide you as yeah. you go through. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's very important. And yeah. it's inspiring too, seeing that people have done the same thing. They're successful. Yeah. They're continuing to be successful. Yeah. We all struggle with some of the same things and, you know, some people find solutions before you and share them. That's, that's always great. Yeah. Um, so as a uh, members of the Kent Regional Chamber, you know, we're always looking to promote each other, support each other, do business with one another. Do you have any chamber members that you'd like to give a shout out to that, that's helped you in the past? Uh, yeah, for sure. Sean. Sean. So Sean and I have, we run across each other often in a lot of our networking circles. And it's one of those uh, surrounding yourself with people that are positive. And I see Sean, I'm like, 
Yeah, brother. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it picks you up. And you're another one of those positive influences in my life. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, Derek, thank you so much for joining us for our second episode of the Canton Chamber Podcast. We really enjoyed having you on. All right. Thanks thank for you. having me. It was thank great. You. Yeah, thank you. Well, next, I'd just like to do a, a shout out to the Canton Regional Chamber. Um, you know, we we all appreciate the all the member benefits you guys provide for us. Uh, whether it's social events, networking opportunities, you know, discounts on workers' comp or health insurance that you help negotiate through different programs, um, and and many more, you know, many more benefits you provide for us. So, from all of us, the thanks to to all the staff and all the volunteers that make it happen. We really appreciate it. Uh, up next is going to be uh, uh, what's the next chamber event? Um, we're going to have the Quick Connect Luncheon on June twenty first. So it's eleven thirty a.m. at La Pizzeria. And it's always great to get there a half hour or so before, kind of mingle, you know, get out of your comfort zone, walk to other tables and introduce yourself. That's kind of what we're all here for. And I find myself crowding the corner sometimes because I'm nervous, but uh, it just depends how I feel that day. But great way to just, you know, mingle and, and uh, get to know other people and, um, you know, find solutions to problems that you'll have in the future. It's always great. <laughs> One other thing about that is that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that the if you bring a $15 gift, uh, door prize, you can actually give a short commercial for yourself in front of everyone. And like I said, on the last podcast, there's 40 to 60 people there, which is kind of a good way to get your name out there a little bit more. So yeah, that name recognition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep people all, uh, thinking of you. Well, that wraps up episode number two. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next week. See you. Bye everybody. Mm-hmm.